Ladies and gentlemen, I haven't clapped yet, so let me clap first. Mm -hmm. No, I like a clap first. Mark, I don't even know your surname now, Mark. Goodridge. Goodridge. Of course I know your surname. Yeah, yeah. Mark Goodridge on Facebook as well. Yeah. Um, I haven't known Mark for that long, realistically, innit? Me and mm -hmm. he introduced me to you last year around this time. Maybe. December, yeah. It's less yeah. than a year now. Mm. Less than a year. But everything, everyone that's ever said anything about you, you've only had something good to say. And in the times that I've had to converse, conversate, I always get it wrong, I don't know which one's real. It's only been an enlightening conversation. So I see your Instagram, it's a dad that does. And I see your engagement with your children, how you grow, like how you're growing them, like bro, and your relationship with your wife. So I had to bring you on here to just to let us know where you started, where it is in the middle, and where you are now, and hopefully inspire, influence other people to not follow your footsteps, but to show that it can be done. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so obviously, if you want to introduce yourself, tell them a bit about yourself. Right, yeah, so um, yeah, my name's Mark. I grew up not too far from there actually. I grew up in yeah. South Norwood, um, like primary school in South Norwood. I went to a Croydon school, but um, I think I think where it all kind of starts is, is church. My parents are pastors, yeah, so I grew up going to church every Sunday. So you grew up with a church foundation, so that's pretty well. They obviously they're pastors, and it is the strictest you can get as a upbringing, yeah, it's weird because if it, it, it kind of felt like now that I'm older, I think my parents were like at the beginning of the new kind of generation Pentecostal church, which oh, was yeah. like taking R&B tunes and, and flipping it onto a gospel. Oh, okay, that yeah, my yeah, dad yeah. was very much into that. And my mum was the more spiritual, um, I wouldn't say more spiritual. Um, they both were quite spiritual rather than religious. And okay. how they kind of taught us, how they kind of brought us up, especially myself, was just about the rituals, not relying on the rituals of, of the religion, yeah. but relying on the spiritual side. And I think that was what was pumped into us, especially myself, growing up like, quite early. So um, I think that was always the foundation, the foundation in me. Like. As um, obviously we've got quite a lot to get through, but I didn't know that part from the start. Yeah, so I need yeah. to it. So do you put that in your children now? Are you do you go to church yourself? Or do you follow it like that now? Okay, so I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't. So my experience of church was um, as a pastor's child, it's not. It's not as simple as going to church on a Sunday, yeah. leaving good Monday to Saturday and going to church on a Sunday. Yeah. It didn't really work like that. It was more about the pressure, the image, the image of, of, of the family. Um, so it's a lot. Carrying, uh, carrying that, exactly. Carrying that every week and, mm. and um, being on the, like, we weren't really allowed to play out as, as children, but we had like a, a fair bit of garden. So we were allowed yeah. to do as much as we can in the garden. So once you hit secondary school, like my, obviously I'm the, one of the youngest and my sisters were going to secondary school yeah. and they were trying to relax and <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got to be older than teenagers exactly, now yeah exactly so that pressure coming back into the house of my sisters trying to find their independence and stuff yeah. like that put a lot of pressure on my parents which also put a lot of pressure on me as well um, seeing a lot of stuff that I wouldn't want to do mm. that, that really upset my parents and stuff that that they reacted bad to and it was kind of like okay what do I, where do I stand yeah. in this so now later on in life having that experience where my mum and dad split up eventually when i was 10 yeah. and my dad left the church and my mum still does church stuff my dad moved abroad having that kind of experience and looking at a church and seeing it for for what seeing it through eyes of someone that's been yeah. at the back as in like behind the scenes yeah. i have it's, yeah, I don't know how to put it um, uh, diplomatically. Yeah, I, I, can, I can see what you're saying. You're not saying all churches are the same, but because you've, no. you've seen something 
from behind the scenes, not seeing it from the front. Yeah. That pedestal is not there for like the way exactly. the pastor and the pastor's wife would be normally seeing it this way. Mm. You're actually mm. seeing it from behind and think oh, it's not as crystal clear as what yeah, everyone's seeing it exactly. from the other side. And then certain things that you, certain things that, let's say you haven't had the experience that I've had, yeah. you might just see it for and just think, okay, this is what it is, this, yeah. this, this, and this. But for me, it's like, okay, I remember that in that person, I remember that in my parents, yeah. and what that resembled was this. So yes. I kind of understand what's going on yeah. inside the person. Yeah. And that's what I've always so grown up struggling with. straight away, it's like from, from lived experience, you can see a reflection in it, mm. and you're relating to it straight away. How old are your sisters? So uh, my eldest is 41, yeah. so she's 10 years older than me. Yeah. Uh, she's probably... Yeah, so she used to go to Burton as well. Oh, that way, she yeah. left and went to Bridge here. Okay. And then um, my second eldest is uh, about 18 months younger. So she okay, so you have your 10 in the middle. So you're seeing your 10 year old, 10 year different sister go yeah. deal with everything. Exactly. Before 10 to you. 5 yeah, years. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I've got five sisters, 10 to 5 years. Oh, wow, you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So oh, that's hard, isn't it? <laughs> It's all I know you, know. <laughs> bro. I can't, I can't even say it's all, and I kind of love it, you know, to be honest. Yeah. I, I couldn't change it. Okay, you enjoyed, you enjoyed the upbringing. Yeah. So you've, you've had a church foundation laid for mm -hmm. you. You've seen it almost fall apart and seen it from the background. It's kind yeah. of swayed you away from it. At 10 years old, parents are broken up. Mm -hmm. like you're about to go to high school. Like, mm -hmm. How does your dynamics change in your life? Um, turmoil. So it was a lot. It was a lot trying to figure out, trying to figure out what was real in terms mm. of like when you're young you have this perception of the world this perception of your parents yeah. and stuff like that so quite soon you, you start to realize okay so this is real this is not real and that was when my first that like my parents first grandchild got introduced to the family as well mm. so my sister was 17 she had, she had um the first grandchild when she was 17 so watching my parents do with that and also watching how my sister dealt with that and learning to gain responsibility throughout my, my year six period the baby in the house. Oh, so she did the home with care. the baby as well. Yeah. Okay. Learning how to take care of the baby and stuff like that. Now I've seen, obviously, I see you, the way you react to your children. Babe. Does that come from then as well? Like you've taken on a lot of responsibility. Not, I'm not saying I don't know what responsibilities you took on, mm -hmm. but you had a baby in the house that wasn't your brother yeah. or your sister from early. You you've gelled with them a different way as like an older sibling parent, you know? Yeah, so do you know I took them to the uncle role tried. So, yeah, the uncle role. That's yeah, what I don't that, know why this <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Was it so? Even though we were only ten years apart, and I'm yeah. like ten, going and eleven, I had I had the kind of responsible role, yeah. like look after, um, change nappies or make bottles and stuff like that. So by the time I was in year seven, I was doing a lot of the babysitting. So that few hours after school, when yeah, my sister's yeah, coming yeah. home, I'm, I'm babysitting. Have you always had a? Have you always been as responsible as what you come across? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. So. The downside to that is I haven't, I haven't, I haven't really let my hair down. Okay, yeah. I haven't had that period that, that a lot of people get where they just get to be carefree and okay, relax. Yeah, yeah. And so when you're like 16, 17, 18, young 20s, running around, drunk, falling over, you, that, that was never you? No, so I've had my, I've had my experience, yeah, yeah, but yeah. not, 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 not to too that. Well. You managed yourself pretty well. So school, team, so what sort of impact, so I'm going to go back to impact of your father, obviously he's a pastor. Mm -hmm. Then he stepped away from the church. Mm -hmm. The foundations there. What sort of impact has he had on you? Did he leave the home at ten years old, or mm -hmm. was it something they lived in the same home and were separate? Okay, so he left the home. He left the yeah. home when I was in year six. So he left the home when I was in year six, turning eleven. And then um, I lived with my mum for the first year. So year seven, yeah. I lived with my mum, and I found it quite challenging because 
she was onto me like she did she didn't really let me breathe and i think it was a i think it was her going through what she's going through my dad and at the same yeah. time she's got her son her boy going to secondary school now okay, and all i'm doing is hanging around with older boys yeah. all the year 11 so so when you're 10 years old hanging around all the boys yeah so when i hit year seven so that's 11 yeah i was just going to school and coming home with the year with the year 11. i can't i can't do it was weird how it kind of happened so i went to st andrews which is like a christian school yeah so some of the older lot had also their parents had been underneath my parents in church okay so you was there. So even though it had split up and stuff when i went it was like oh yeah i know this young boy plus my sisters had just left so okay so there was a nice connection in there so yeah, you're, you're exactly uh, that's crazy that you didn't um they said you'd be responsible because being year seven and hanging around with your 11s mm. that's a dynamics difference isn't it <laughs> yeah it was a lot i don't i don't even know how it worked but um, i still talk to some of them now oh, he's still still friends, to yeah, them, yeah. We're, still, we're still good friends yeah so um i think I think I always wanted to be older. Okay, yeah. Having older sisters, seeing the guys that they hang around with, seeing the guys that they were attracted to, for me it was like I kinda had like a like a uh, a backstage pass to what girls really wanted. <laughs> okay, so, so you see that to be a ladies man from the start. Exactly. But so. then you're seeing role models as well. Mm. So these people, like I said, these you've got your father as one role model, you've laid the foundation in your house, and then you've got all these other role models that your sisters have showed you as friends as partners mm. and they're impacting everything that you're doing so you're seeing like i need to act some they must have brought home fairly reasonable gentlemen then from my dad down to all my sisters they're all rubbish all yeah. rubbish role models but for me it was they were they were real guys like yeah, in my yeah, head yeah. I was like okay cool so he moves like this and he drives this car yeah. and and this is how he chats to my sister and then when i started to see the results that especially the negative results of my dad and my um, yeah. and these guys i was like okay cool it's an idea of what i don't want to be like but then it was like what do i want to be like yeah and then that was like pretty much what my secondary school was about is just trying Funny. to find trying to anyway trying to <laughs> and and battling battling the social pressures battling yeah. the popularity and battling okay people making money now and and that okay i want to make money and yeah. and else yeah i just wanted to i wanted to be a grown-up so i wanted a, i wanted a wifey i wanted a wifey yeah. i wanted to settle down so that's what i was looking for at 12 13 looking for a wifey crazy <laughs> what an idiot <laughs> so so like i said so are you quite analytical then you do you weigh up people not just people because that'd be like mm. i judging but you said something before we started it's about energy so mm. do you focus a lot on energy like the energy you feel of somebody so that attracts you or kind of like let me be understand this person a bit more before i give or take a little bit now i do now i do, think yeah. when i was younger i, I used to always think because oh, they're older than me mm -hmm. they, they know they've got their stuff like they've got their stuff together and and there's someone to look up to okay, like literally so that's you, that was literally yeah, my yeah, head yeah. so like i remember being year seven and the older boys told me to move to some some guy i moved to him and this guy ended up being in college and he come down my school for me. No way! <laughs> come down my school for me late a couple of days later. Bro, you're in year seven. Yeah. This college guy is 16, 17 years old. But he thought I was older as well. Because I'm with the older boy. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had, had a bit of a mustache. Oh, a from, bit of a from young, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't like ex experiencing that quite early in year seven, I realised, nah man, these guys are washed okay, up. Like yeah, they're not like when when we was face to face. And I'm thinking, okay, I've got the whole school behind me because the whole school knows I'm about to fight this guy. Yeah. And no one's there. In my head, I started really thinking, 
Alright, so I'm the one that's really got the balls out of everyone. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. cool, I run the school. Uh, I'm a year seven and you lot told me to do that and you ain't backing me for exactly, that. And, exactly. Okay, okay. Luckily, one of the boys that the guy brought down for me yeah. is one of my sisters. Oh, so he was like, this guy's a kid, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. So then we, we kind of like, he just kind of gave me some words of warning like, okay. back then and it was like, okay, cool, I gotta really watch how I'm. I gotta really kind of pattern this thing out properly yeah. because, like, ain't no one really got my back like that. Yeah, you're back 100%, you're the only person that has yeah, got that like 100%. To, to delve in like that. So, luckily, I don't know how to work it out. I think it's lucky. I would say it's lucky. I think it saved my life. So, having a wanting a wifey from early, mm-hmm. because that's what I saw my older cousins. I saw my older cousins. I remember I go to my cousin's house and he's sleeping on the sofa with his girl. And I said, that is sick. Yeah, that's what I want to do. You get just me? Chill. I'm sleeping with a girl like that. Four so, Netflix and chill as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, just chilling. Exactly. Yeah. So, where I wanted that, that's what I was looking for. So year seven, I was into I was into year eleven girls, and then they left, and then it was just about okay, who, who's who's the most mature girl in the mm. school that I can. That I that's you in your A thing, yeah. That's it, and then so funny enough, one of the most mature girls that I was in the school was in year seven. No way. She just started, yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. like me and her, we became friends, and then we ended up going out. So she's year seven, I'm year eight, and then where everyone's kind of going out after school and meeting up at bus station and stuff like that i'm spending time with her yeah. and then i might go link them and then i'm that but i'm more thinking about her because you're gonna chill your missus isn't it yeah, 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 yeah. and she got three yard in there so, <laughs> so well, what am i doing hanging around with you guys exactly okay yeah it didn't really make sense to me yeah. why guys wanted to just be around guys like it just, know, it's crazy it confused me uh, i wasn't that young i was like year 10 year 11 in school and i settled down with missus so the first one out of everyone else and I'm chilling my missing and people are coming around knocking on the door. Are you gonna come do something? Mm. I'm cool here, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. well, am I coming out? You don't go do your thing. Call me as a layer or That's something like that. I'm chilling. Like, what? Mm. I think uh, girls be all and end all, innit? Like, probably the ninety percent of the guy's problem. <laughs> Either you chilling or you're beefing or yeah. someone, innit? So, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. What um, what got you? Obviously, your is it Muay Thai? You do? Yeah. Muay what got you into Muay Thai? Okay, so. I don't know how much time you've got, man. This that, what, how old were you? Let's start with how okay, old so you? I was 19. Oh, so she's quite, quite um, older, older than. Yeah, I was 19 when I started. Yeah. And um, what got me into it was, so the year seven girl I was with, mm-hmm. she ended up being my son's mum. So by the time I was in year 11, yeah. sitting my GCSE, she was pregnant. So she's in year 10 pregnant. Bro, you got another son? I've got an older son, yeah, he's 13. No way. Yeah. Bro, I'm just in there, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, so he was a young father then? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I, so he was born a month after my 17th. Oh, wow, yeah. That, that pressure, I'm glad you went back to them. Yeah. How, how was that? Um, so like I said, I kind of cruised through school, trying to work things out myself. Yeah. Trying to learn how to make some money, trying to learn how to be responsible. Um, yeah, I had my fair share of experiences in school, and obviously, the situation where he came about yeah so now i lived with my mum for the first year second year um she dropped me from my dad's that's another long story and then um i was with my dad for give it about nine months or so and then i moved yeah. in with my godmother mm-hmm. so i lived with my godmother throughout year nine so year 10 i'll be back in with my dad so, right, so you're moving around quite a bit young yeah, here so it's me my is that because you're trouble or is that because no, I you're trouble. finding yourself no i was in trouble um it was it was more what was going on at home so things were going on between my dad and other people and, and like um so my dad had to 
move that like, we weren't safe we weren't safe being in the house yeah. so he had to make a decision like okay we're gonna move house the church owned that house as well so um, the church owned that house then so he sold the house and the church bought a new house yeah. so while that was being renovated i lived with my godmother for a year um yeah then i finally moved into a house in beckerton it was quiet it was nice um so during that course of a year i'm going out a lot on the weekend especially friday night so yeah. going out a lot doing the hood, 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 yeah. hoodlum stuff and <laughs> all of that silliness but at the same time every day after school i'm going back to to um, my son's mum's house so um, i'm spending a lot of time with her and then her parents are coming home about six seven o'clock mm-hmm. and then i'm watching the family like the, the typical my wife and kids story yeah, yeah, that yeah. was her family the dad was a joker he was also a pastor the mum was a pastor yeah, as well yeah. So the mum would come home, get dinner ready, we all sat and ate at a table. So I was being nurtured by, by, by a family, yeah, 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 something yeah. I didn't have at home because mine had broken up. And I think that's what I really craved. And then by the time she was pregnant, my dad had decided that he was no longer going to live here anymore. Well, in this country? Yeah, so he was always planning to move to America. So during yeah. my year 10 period, he was going back and forth. So, yeah, yeah. so at first he was making me stay at my godmother's again. And then after about three weeks, six, uh, about three weeks to a month, yeah, so about a December, my year, yeah, when I was in year 10, so that December I stayed at my god, yeah. my godmother's. He was only supposed to be gone for two weeks, he ended up extending it. He came back um, around Christmas time and then he told me, like, yeah, this is what I'm looking uh, to do. Yeah, yeah. So he was going back on the forge, but when he was gone, I was living by myself in the house. So you, responsibility was something you grew into naturally. Yeah. So I was still going to school. Yeah. If I wanted, if I, oh, wow, so you got to school by yourself, yeah. come home by yourself, yeah. doing your own stuff. To uh, the point where, Friends were dying, like people were dying that year, yeah. and I'm emailing my dad like to ask, request the day of school to go to the funeral and stuff like that. He knew he never had to worry about school. He knew I was always gonna, I was always yeah, gonna yeah. be good. So Monday to Friday he was schoolboy. Mm-hmm. Saturday Sunday, or well, Sunday evening to Sunday night, yeah. on the road doing the Yeah, thing. so Friday, yeah, Friday, I, I'd fit it in. I'd meet people after school and then yeah. like start shotting and little things like that trying to get this person to yeah. sell for me trying to but my focus was my girl mm. and my dad always gave me these rules don't make please come to my house don't make your phone your school phone me for nothing yeah. so that's that was literally my focus school. that's cool mm. you know, no one coming back to the house to call mm. no one no one no one no one nothing so yeah so fast forward now so that's year 10 um year 11 is the same thing he's got a date that he's finally moving yeah and he's trying to get me to go with him. I'm like, no, I'm focusing on the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, want, I want to stay with the girl. She's not even pregnant yet, but I'm focusing on that. We've been together for a few years now. Exactly. <laughs> so he's, um, we get to a stage where he's like, right, I'm, this is the day I'm going. Cool, I'm staying. He's just trying to work out what we're going to do about living now, where yeah. am I going to live? Because that house is going to get sold. So cut long story short, um, she gets pregnant. She gets pregnant, so I found out. I think it's, it's if I remember the date, May the fifteenth, two thousand six. I think it was. I found out that she was pregnant. <laughs> so we were on the bus. I was on the bus. I was supposed to do the test with her. Yeah. But her parents wanted to take her out somewhere, so I couldn't stay. So I went home. Mm. I was on the bus on my way home, and she messaged me saying, "Yeah, I'm pregnant." And then literally in the whole bus journey, I just kind of like, kind of like imagined every possible scenario. Mm-hmm. From here on, so just zoned like, out. Yeah, zoned out. If she kept it, what would happen? Me and her mum, my dad again, all the cousins got bare male cousins, bare old guys as yeah. well. So I'm imagining, I'm imagining <laughs> all of that. Yeah, oh yeah. my 
day so and then um imagining what would happen if she didn't and then how that could how she could cope with that and having to be a strength with that and then what yeah. if what if she couldn't really cope and it came out and then I put, get me so i'm thinking about Every everything scenario that could happen possibly yeah i get i remember i texted my sister one of my sisters so um probably the one that you know so how old are you 37 basically yeah so she's a few about three years older than me yeah, so i messaged her mm-hmm. um and she was she was just like okay give me a second like, give me a second so i had a 15 year old brother Meshes there. She's she's turning twenty now, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, she, she's turning. She's almost twenty-five, yeah. Yeah. yeah she's turning twenty-five. So she's messing me. Okay, give me a second, yeah. So she's trying to process this information. Yeah. A week has gone by. She still hasn't messaged me back. Yeah. <laughs> a week has gone by. So this Sunday now, I'm at my, I'm with my mom. My sisters, my other sister just moved into her place. So, so only there. she knows at this moment. But only you know, she yeah, knows, yeah. yeah. So. I get a, I get a message from my son's mum at the time about I need to speak to you. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking everyone knows. Like she was so we we was, uh, I cut a bit out. So that Friday gone, we're supposed yeah. to go to the clinic to have oh, a consultation okay, yeah, about yeah. abortion. That's yeah. what we decided to do. But that Friday I had a rehearsal for my drama GCC exam. So I couldn't leave school at the time that we thought we were gonna Sunday she's gone to church. She's tearful. She's told her best friend. Her best friend has gone home and told her mum. The mum has called um, my son's mum's mum. She's <laughs> yeah. so called her and said, "You need to chat to your daughter." Yeah. Obviously, the mum's gone to chat to her. This all came out. Uh, yeah. Mum's told the dad. The dad spazzed out. Absolutely gone ballistic. Because he's a he's an ex roman as well. <laughs> ex roman pastor. Yeah, ex roman pastor. So he's got in the car and he's driving to my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where my dad is. Very My dad's there. Okay. He's yeah. there now. So he's getting ready to leave the country. He's yeah. he's leaving the next morning. Yeah. So everything's <laughs> coming out. So obviously she's told me she's buying on the phone. And I'm thinking like, cool. I have to tell my mum. I told my cousin, my cousin's walked past me, I told her, she's 10 years older than me. And she's just like, whatever, she didn't believe. Yeah. Then I'm in the car, my mum's dropping me home and I'm giving my mum this speech about how responsible, how irresponsible <laughs> I've been and how I know the error of my ways and how disappointed people must be about it. This time I haven't so told her. So you're working your way down to that, yeah. Working my way, so I'm saying all the things yeah, that she yeah, could yeah. possibly say yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah. And then obviously I've told her now, so we're driving from Fulneys to Beckenham. And I didn't tell her till we got to Beckenham. Like literally, you, worked, you must have gone through a whole list of things. Whole list. <laughs> yeah. So now she's just like, she's just sat quietly for the whole time. And I'll never forget this because this is what's given me so much strength as a parent, yeah. like to handle some of the things that my oldest boy has brought home. And she just looked at me and said, "So what do you want to do?" I said, "My heart says I need to take responsibility. I need to be a dad, but I don't know. I haven't got a clue how." Turn this heat off, yeah, cool, no Make sure it's yeah, yeah, okay, so, and then, so, um, yeah, she said, What do you, you want to do? And I said, Well, my heart's saying I need to take responsibility, I need to be like a man, I need to be a yeah. dad, but at the same time, I haven't got a clue. So, running is like the easiest option, mm-hmm. just acting like it never existed. So, my mom was just like, that's what your heart's saying that's what we do and that was it i went in my house my dad i knew that he i knew that her dad had been to see my i'd dad. already been there yeah yeah so he's he's come and gone 
yeah. my dad's got his bedrooms there so obviously he's leaving in the morning so everything's packed up and stuff and then he just said to me I'll, I'll talk to you in a bit so um, I'm on the phone in my room my eldest has come up so she's come in my room she's seen me on the phone and she's kind of caught a vibe like so, so, so she's just left me then my dad comes in and he just has this conversation with me literally he's probably in there less than five minutes and the gist of it was basically word for word I thought you'd never do this like you said you would never put her in the same position as your sisters I said just because she's pregnant doesn't mean she is I'm here I'm not going nowhere yeah. uh, my sisters their, their children's dads are not around so he was like well I hope so this changes your life not mine so um quite honest and, yeah. I'll see you in the morning before I go and then that was it he came in about 5 o'clock in the morning gave me a kiss and then I didn't see him until about a week before my son was born oh so he came back so come he came back, back yeah. came back for 3 weeks and he left again so that for that whole period he wasn't around and then for me it was like I never really needed my dad like I don't, the parent the, the parent style that he had he was quite I give you these these are the rules I don't need to speak anymore okay so it wasn't, it's almost like it wasn't hands on nah he wasn't hands on yeah. he wasn't like he's almost like, an old school parenting style isn't it I'm a dad don't let me have to come see you pretty much yeah, yeah. my little brother was naughty so he's always giving my little brother beatings I know my sister's <laughs> got beatings I was the one that didn't yeah because I used to watch them and think okay cool this is what I'm not going to do to get beat. exactly <laughs> so I'm not going to get caught my mum said the other day like I asked my mum, um, like, give us an idea of things. You know, as parents, you see, you see your kids do something, yeah, yeah. like, you just ignore it. And uh, I asked my mum to give us an idea, and she, she was being, she was being very um, vague about it. <laughs> but she said, no, with you, as in with me, she, um, she could never. There was, I never got caught. Like, they had okay. suspicion, but there was never clear enough Don't evidence to say. <laughs> yeah, and my sisters hated that. They thought I got, I was yeah, spoiled, yeah. but I was just, I was just clever. Your sisters knew you were doing stuff, but they think you're getting away with it. But exactly. you just didn't get caught enough to be that much in trouble exactly and we didn't snitch on each other yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what it was so they <laughs> they're, they're watching you hating that you didn't get me money I should just tell mum and dad that you did it you know <laughs> exactly. exactly so um, that period of my life it was like okay now I need a dad now yeah. I need someone to be hands on and say right this is what you do this is what you don't do but my dad wasn't he there wasn't that person. I had a meeting with her parents the next morning and that just literally shattered me shattered me like her dad was cool mm. her mum was as you can imagine, it's her firstborn, it's her daughter, young, 15 yeah. years old. Yeah, like she was talking rape, she was talking all sorts of stuff. Oh, wow, so she, she went playing no games. Obviously, she was my, my girlfriend at the time, she went to hospital and stuff like that to get checked, and yeah, she's cool, she's officially pregnant. Her mum was still talking some rape talk. I wasn't there at the time, I was on the phone, and I remember hearing the nurse talk to her and say, Listen, who is this boy? Like, what do you know about him? She's like, oh, I've known him for the last three years. He's been yeah. around, blah, blah. So he's been around and he's still around. And you're about to put him in a position where you're going to charge him for statutory rape. So the nurse said this? Yeah. Oh, wow. So yeah. just understand exactly what you're going to do. So if this guy is who you say he is, yeah. five years down the line and this child is going to school, he won't be able to sit at his child's mm. like school play so easy. He won't be able to yeah. walk on the premises because he's a sex yeah. offender. Yeah. That's what you're gonna to do to this young boy who's just oh, he's just what a year older than yeah. your daughter. The nurse, that's crazy. That nurses come around. Yeah, and say, you know? I, I remember hearing on the phone, and, and and it never really it didn't really make sense to me until yeah. I then be, started doing this, the the races at school and all of that. I was thinking, I, I like I could have easily not been here. 
Bro, yeah, that would have bred some resentment of all sorts and yeah, that would have been crazy. Mm. So I would never forget how her mum treated me. We have no problems now, but I would never forget. Yeah. And I know it came from a pain of a pain, a place of pain, sorry. And then later on down the line, I spoke to her dad and her dad told me that the reason why he handled it the way he handled it to us yeah. was because he had a conversation with my dad. Okay. My dad basically said, listen, I failed with my daughters. However okay, yeah. you feel about it, that's for you to deal with, with you and your wife, not for your children to deal yeah. with. So you be there for your daughter and yeah. she'll forever, ever, forever, forever remember you. So how long after would this be heard that? Because obviously your dad's dropped that before he's, the day before he's leaving. Yeah. And it's almost like you said, he was never hands-on. No. But he's dropped a note in his... Probably wanted to kill you at that time. If you would have met you before you met your dad, you probably would have never seen Mark again. Sense. But Sense. your dad's dropped a gem in him that is almost like, wow, did my dad actually say that about me? And yeah, not yeah, even about yeah. me, about him and what he done and how mm. he felt. Mm -hmm. And he took responsibility for that. Mm. That's big. Like I said, I don't know how you feel about it, but that statement there was a big statement. Yeah, it was, it, I needed that. I needed that. So I didn't get that till a year later. And I heard it through... Um, my girlfriend at the time, her dad told yeah. me that that's what he told him mm -hmm. about and just giving him advice as a parent, what to how yeah. to parent the situation because he already, my dad had already been through this two, three times with my sisters yeah. and he didn't really handle it quite well and I think it really spoiled their relationship and, and it really like, it's made it very hard for them. So hearing that kind of nugget, it was like, okay, cool. So taking that on board and taking what my, how my mum reacted on board, yeah. it was like, okay, so this is what kind of parenting means. Like you got to kind of put your, your stuff aside sometimes. Yeah. So um, fast forward, my son's here. We're going through a rocky relationship now because remember she's young. She's finishing school now. Your pressure is different, isn't it? College. Yeah. I'm working. My dad was like, "Go college." I was like, "No, I need to make money." Yeah. I don't even know. If, Were how you working at? What work job did you not get? So during that summer, leaving school, I was just applying for anything, and I ended up getting yeah. a job uh, for an audio video company that did like exhibitions and. Um, conferences so you're putting up stages places. putting up lighting and stuff yeah, like that okay. exactly working in the warehouse yeah. working my way up so i'll be that little 16 year old working with 24 25 up yeah so again learning how to um live in an adult world also made me grow up but yeah, like yeah, i said yeah. i always wanted to do that anyway so i missed that college stage where all my peers are going to college <laughs> yeah, living yeah, life and you're going to work nine to five work. yeah yeah i wasn't i'm gonna get up <laughs> 50 plus hours a week, morning, oh, like, okay. morning shifts, late shifts. Like, so you're working like a full big grown man <laughs> to pay your bills and you're, you're out there. Literally. So that that literally had me and my son's mum doing this. Like, growing yeah. apart. She's still she's doing she's the college. a parent, but she's trying to do college. Yeah. The growing up phase through exactly. schooling. Exactly. You become an adult overnight. Mm. Well, you're trying to be an adult. That's what you wanted to be. So yeah. her mum's taking, taking care of Jeremiah a lot. And um, that's my son, my oldest son. Yeah. So her mum's taking care of him a lot, and I'm working and coming down from work and and doing all that stuff. But we get to a place where, um, and because of how I moved in with my dad, me and yeah. my mum didn't have the best relationship either. Okay. So when it finally came to a crunch time that I had to move out of that house because it was being sold, I was effectively being made homeless. My dad hadn't sorted out anything for me. I had to rely on my mum, so my mum kind of kicked into gear and she, 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 we sorted out a place, so we lived together. But my mum gave, she, she gave me that independence, like, well, you're, you're a big man now. Yeah, like, you're you're like, not kidding, you're not coming back. You're you working and you're, yeah. you get me, so. Did that change the relationship you had with your mum because she's yeah. treating like a man now rather than a little boy, it's exactly. a different relationship. Exactly, yeah. and that like, she helped me out, like, I'd say I bought my first car and I paid for all my driving lessons myself, but she helped me out with the insurance. So what age is this by? You already had your first car. Yeah, so I, I had my car before I was, before I was at 
a week before my 17th, yeah. I already paid for 10 lessons. So, so I was ready to go as soon yeah. as you yeah. By February, so I was 17 December, by February I took my first, my, my theory test, by yeah. May I took my first practical test. I'm not going to lie, man. at a young age you're not even playing games, are you? So you're not going to school, but you're working, mm. you're like driving, I didn't get my driving license when I was 28, bro. <laughs> I was driving around in my brother's name for like yeah. 10 years. But yeah, you sound like that you had a plan and the plan was... I don't even know if you had a plan, but it was that to be as grown up as possible. Yeah, I just had to be responsible. Did, yeah. That was it, just had to do what, what I needed to do to be responsible. And um, mm. it looked weird at certain times because, like, there was there was no, like, kind of blueprint to follow. So I'm yeah. just doing, okay, cool, I'm earning I'm earning £1,500. I'm spending £1,000 on trying to do driving lessons, trying to do this, and then yeah. I'm thinking, I'm not thinking smart, like, okay, now I've only got £500 to live yeah. on. Get me in there. I've got her parents telling me, she needs to take most of my work, my wage because she's the mum. I've given her big money as well. Yeah, yeah. Thinking, oh, I'm got yeah, living yeah. in this big house. Like this time before I moved out, I'm living in this big house, got all my dad's debt. Me and my dad got the same name. So when Bailiff came and they said, Oh, are you Mark? I said, Yeah. No, he's trying to prove you're not Mark. Okay. £600 bill. Uh, £600. They come back the next month again, £600. So I then had to learn, like, Oh, so this is how the system works. Yeah. Open up my dad's letters. I see a few checks. Banking them in my name. Because <laughs> you're yeah, Mark. Banking them in my name and paying off some. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. get me? So I had to do a lot of kind of finding out and, and tried fraud. That, that set me back years as well to fraud that never works. Oh, was that like, um, I remember that one, probably because I'm not that much older than you, mm. like people like to put the, the check the in your account, yeah. but that check always comes back. Always, <laughs> it always, always comes always. back. To be fair, I've never always. done it, right? But every person that like, yeah, I'm going to go and drop a check in my account, four or five months later, yeah. you know, they close the account, yeah. now I owe the bank, yeah. whatever I put into that check. Yeah. 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 Um, so I did all of that, all of that, trying to find the fast money to yeah. give me a boost and that didn't work. Um, then, um, then yeah, then my last year of my relationship with her mm-hmm. was probably my rockiest, one of my rockiest, I would say second most rockiest yeah. year as a person, because I was really trying to find out, I made some fi- bad financial decisions, which left me in a place where I was just living from, from check to check, and it wasn't even like, okay, I spent my last pound and get paid the next day. I've got like a oh, week, wow, a week okay. and a half to go before I get paid again, I ain't got no money. And I've got the responsibility of her, I've got expectations of her parents, Plus, I've got them in my ear, like, like, oh, so how do you feel about your dad? Are oh, you mind me of your dad, you know? That feed it into my head that all I'm going to do is just leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got that pressure of, we're even good together. We're not even parenting well yeah, together, but yeah, I have to stay because yeah, these yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going through all of that. I'm trying to figure out, like, the good and bad about my dad and how, how I resemble him mm. and stuff like that. And then I start bucking up on people that are just robbing people. So... I'm driving for them and I'm out there robbing people, trying to get extra money and then it's never going right. So I'm out all night. So you're working The night before day. I don't go out, they made peas. This night I'm coming out with them, they making no money. <laughs> and then I'm stressed out because yeah. I've got to go work or college the next yeah. day. Or... But anyway, fast forward, we end up breaking up. We end up breaking up. I didn't even mean to break so up. With this is all your life before 19, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bro. I didn't even mean to break up with her either. Yeah. It was more like a scare tactic. Like, you need to kind of pull up your socks, otherwise I'll... I'll move out. And she was like, go on then. And I was like, I want to proper kill this argument. Go on and do it. Yeah. I'm going to do it now. <laughs> yeah, 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 now yeah, yeah, yeah. I said it. So moved out and then she's telling people we broke up. So I was like, yeah, I hung on to that. So that was before the summer. Mm. So during the summer, obviously I'm 19 now. During the summer, my mum's telling me about this gym that's opening up, Thai boxing. And this guy, this guy Sam that she knows and all this stuff. And I remember him because I met him when when I was 13, 
Okay. So one of the year 11s that I was, used to roll with had finished school and started training with this guy, Sam. So Sam had been training for a lot, training yeah. for ages, yeah? yeah? For years. Okay. So I used to go and watch them in in shops in Croydon upstairs. He used to have a gym up there. Oh, wow, that's a whole long time yeah. ago. Wow. So I used to watch through the window and yeah. invite him in. And I was thinking, wow, this guy's sick. He's out there just kicking through. Yeah. Like, I was like, raw. So when I was 19, I, that's the image I had in my head. They're like, okay, cool. And um, the gym opened up in May, I think it was. I can't remember. That was in Fort Neath, I can't remember. Yeah. Road. You know, it's like um, a block of offices, isn't it? Yeah, Venture yeah, Lane, yeah, yeah. Lane. Lane, that was one, yeah. So gym opened up, remember the first day, my mum was like, don't be late, I paid your, I paid your admin, I paid yeah. the first month. Like, make sure you were there. So I was like, cool. So by this time I've broken up with my son's mum. She's on holiday. So I've got my son, my mum's looking after him while I've gone to the gym. I've gone to the gym, first guy there, first member, uh, first official member for this, for his premises, yeah. yeah. First official member, the only one for the class. But in my head, it's school, isn't it? It's like school. So I'm going every day. So I'm going every day. And then I'm like, for the Friday was a sparring day. And there's a, me and this new guy, we both knew. We both know what yeah. we're doing. We're just fighting, basically. <laughs> just kicking the hell out Get, of Getting my face smacked about. <laughs> and there's rules. And I'm thinking, and it's testing me. But what this has done is made me accountable to someone. Yeah. I looked at this guy like he was the closest thing to God at the time. Like, okay, cool. You are now the man he's the leader you he's can break up yeah, any yeah, man yeah yeah because <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's what i'm having yeah, 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 yeah. you are untouchable yeah, 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 yeah. you can break up any Anyone man do, yeah. and and you've got me skip and you're staring at me like this and i can't skip and you got the straightest face you get me trying to get this guy to smile and please him yeah. now became that was my fire so i'm on it i'm going everything so he slipped in as almost like the more role model in, in life like there was no one there you, you, you weren't seeing the role models because you seem like you, you're weighing up people. Mm. So you're not seeing someone you can re relate to and be not that. You've seen this guy who's dedicated, disciplined. Not at all, yeah. And he's uh, he's going to train me. So he's going to actually mentor me into doing this. Exactly. So what I did was I had my dad. My dad disappeared. And then I had my son's mum's dad. Yeah. But watching him, how he was coping with his own sons, they didn't have the best relationship. Okay. And I'm thinking, mm, I wouldn't do it like that. So my, my wife and kids thing started fading away yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. So the reality of life started coming in and then this was the next guy to come in yeah. as a proper role model. And um, so, yeah, and, it, and he, he kept me accountable. He, he taught me new things, which is what I felt I had been missing. Yeah. Someone to teach me new things. So, yeah, so that was that. was that. I was there for like a year, two years, pretty much every day. Every day. I hurt my back. I took some took a break I went back um, so it was like that and then a lot of my friends started going there mm. and then I started training with my friends and then it must have been about two years later I went back properly so I'm there training with my friends my yeah. son's four now yeah so he's with me a lot so he's coming to the gym yeah no I'm younger than that oh yeah you're 21 yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So my son's four, he's coming to the gym with me, yeah. so I'm making him sit and watch. So that's what he's growing up learning, watching. So he's always around adults as well. So he's banning with the adults, he wants to do it. By the time he turns six, six is when he started. Okay. So, so he started yeah, well younger than you then, didn't he? Yeah. So six is when he started and he used it at school within the first like three months or something <laughs> like that. Punch up a little kid, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was worse because he made someone else hold the boy while he... No, so it I wasn't went, a fight. It wasn't a fight. <laughs> I went ballistic. So I yeah. said, right, cool, you're not doing it. So he didn't do it for about six months. Yeah. And then, um, then he went back, different frame of mind. Cool. 
and yeah, by seven that was it. He was in the he's in full throttle. Like he had his first fight, and um, so I was in the gym a lot, taking him. Yeah. So I was in the gym earlier before adults classes. I'm working now. Um, fast forward, like a lot of the stuff I was going through, I'm now working in schools. So I'm working in schools. Um, like I put a lot of the road life kind of aside. Yeah. What were you doing in schools? What was, what was your role? So I was mentoring. Yeah, oh, I, I fell into a mentoring position. You've been mentoring quite a while as well, though. Yeah. So that was by accident. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. Mentoring, but I ended up on this mentoring course. I was like, "Cool, give me a job." They're like, "There's no job. You just yeah. need to fill the spot, basically." Of course. But um, <laughs> like it's something I, I kind of liked. And I found my way of working into yeah. into like actually mentoring. And um, so fr- so at this moment, I'm in. I'm not so hard in the gym, but I'm working for. A, a charity called Potential, where this guy called Les yeah. was the boss. Now, I had Sam, who was quite prim proper. He was a Christian as well, yeah. so he didn't listen. He did, he, no swearing in the gym. Like a lot of it was about no discipline. swearing in the gym. That's zero, that must zero, have been zero. zero to be fair, it's, it's how it's how people are setting it. Cause yeah, yeah, I, I swear quite regularly. Yeah. So no, in the gym space, if you went there, you wouldn't swear. Seriously, straight up, you, you take it up pretty quickly. Yeah, no like, one else does it because of the environment. The discipline, like, it forces you to, to you kind just of just fit in like that exactly. straight away. Yeah. So, like, your hands are behind your back. You don't put your hands on your hips. You're not swearing. Like, if you're mm. tired, your hands are on your head. Like, you don't show weakness, and that makes you no, stronger yeah. in your mind. So, the shouting and swearing is normally because you're failing or you're struggling. So, no, like, it's, you a don't do of, that. it's a form of expression. Yeah, 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 yeah. You change that. You cut like the way he's the way he has that gym. Like, it, it changes you as a person. So that's what I needed. Yeah, yeah. I needed some discipline in my life. Because I hadn't, I hadn't been disciplined since. You keep in your own man <laughs> the whole way through. From when you were ten years old, eleven years old, no, from year eight, mm. so 12, 13, 13, yeah. You're your own man. You're feeding thing. yourself. You're going home yeah, backwards yeah. and forwards. Like, no one can tell me anything. No one yeah. can tell me anything. You're physically only behaving because of the respect you had for your father. You mm. could have done what you wanted. Yeah, if you didn't have that respect, which was the foundation that was set earlier, mm-hmm. you would you could have been super road by the time you were yeah, 10 years 100%, old. 100%, without a doubt. It's the respect that's without stopped like, I'm not bringing this home, I'm not doing this, I just want to chill with my missus. Yeah. Bro, that, yeah, that, that is mm-hmm. good. So, so, yeah, just thought that was crazy. So, you've gone into the gym, the discipline is what you needed now to bring into your life. Yeah. You've got respect. Yeah. And then I had Les. Les was just real. Like, okay. As far as, like, he was the first man yeah. that I heard say things that I imagined other like people just thought in their head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just out. Like, he was just real. Like he used to swear all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, he used to cuss you off. So they're opposites. And, yeah, opposite yeah. Spectrum, talk, yeah. Talk opposites, but I needed them both. Yeah, I needed them both because, like, the way Sam is is not realistic. Yeah, like it's not realistic. Like, like. I know he's a, he's a human at the end of the yeah. day, but at the time he was a superhero. Because he looked up to him so yeah. much. Yeah. So the way he, the way, like, it's like Superman basically. You don't expect Superman to, to do any wrong. Yeah. You get me? And um, that's how I had Sam. Whereas Les, he was just a normal man. Like, Opened the heart like, of his chest, just had say wives, what he had, to had, say. had kids, yeah. but he say what was on his mind. And, and like, but I also saw his, his faults in terms of that like, he just wanted to help everyone. Because yeah. his son died. His son died. His son was um, Stephen Pursuit. Who got stabbed on Davidson Road? Oh yeah, yeah. So that was his son. So me and him, me yeah. and his son weren't bridges, but I knew of him. Yeah. And that was one of the funerals that I went to when I was. I, like, I can't believe how long ago that was as well. That was like, that's a. That's two thousand five. I remember that happening. I remember, I remember the whole incident around mm. everything. That was crazy as well. Exactly. Yeah, that's a, that's a conversation for another time. Yeah. For sure. So Les, 
and I, and I avoided Les for years because yeah. Les developed potential way before me, but I was too bad. Like, them guys were being good boys, and you get me. And mm. I was like, I was out there like dabbling in, in stolen money yeah, or dabbling in drugs. Yeah. Like even if I wasn't hardcore in it, I was like, I can't be going into schools and yeah, like rolling yeah, with you. And they were, they had a little gospel group and all of that. I was like, I can't be part of that. But anyway, I filled the mentoring course. I asked him for a job. He said there's no job, but he said there's a football coaching position. Mm with this guy, yeah, twice a week. So anyway, cut long story short. I started off like that, finally got a cover job, and that cover job was in my old primary school. Met an old teacher, right. yeah. she, she's the one that got me like, bro, you be here full time basically. So you never like, fell into that. So it, obviously you did you did road because it was an outcome. Mm. You wanted the outcome of road. Mm. Doesn't sound like you really wanted the- Nah, my heart was never in yeah, it. Yeah, I needed money. Yeah, that's just what it was. My friends are doing it, they're making money. Know what? Let me come in because you're my friend and make mm. some money. It doesn't sound because even the responsibilities that you wanted to take on, you're doing things because the outcome was I needed this, like not even to an extent. Like, I don't know. You might have had mm. the big chain and everything like that, but the opportunity come where you fell into a position. Yeah. So yeah, I took it. I took it. So mentoring, like on the course, I found like, oh, this is this is alright. You know, if I yeah. can get paid doing this, <laughs> this is yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm involved. So. I tried to work my way into getting paid to do it, and I did, and I was, and I and I developed like responsibility under Les, and Les, yeah. Les, Les and I had a good relationship, good working relationship. Um, being kind of like being on the road, like, you kind of pick up, you pick up like business skills, <laughs> like you learn how to like be punctual, you learn how yeah, to like yeah. you have to apply to business. People, yeah, you have to. Be, yeah, yeah, you have to. So I just use those skills. Like what people would call like building a line. Yeah. I just built my own line, but it was legit. So, like working relationships and networking. speaking. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. networking and and um Les saw potential there within myself and and um put me in a position of like um like head of mentoring, which meant I had to like read over everybody's reports before they went off to schools. I had so to you go excelled it as well. You fell into it and excelled. Yeah. So that worked well yeah. until the company dissolved. Okay, good night, yeah. So everything was going sweet. Obviously, Jeremiah's training, I'm at the gym a lot. Um, I think I was even teaching there by this time. So what Sam was seeing was that I was there quite a lot. And then um, earlier on, when I wasn't really in the gym as much, but yeah. I was taking Jeremiah, I saw that they really needed help teaching the kids. So, so I started about. offering. And one, yeah. time, one time he'd come in, and obviously my brethren are teaching as well. So I'm just mm-hmm. helping my brethren. He's come in and he's just pulled me to the side and said, listen, you're not here. So it's wrong for you to be in front of the class yeah. teaching. Oh, like, yeah, so that yeah. kind of that kind of hit me up like, bro, like, that's a responsible thing to do. He's yeah. actually right. So fast forward a year or so, he's now seen that I'm there all the time. He's basically asked me to teach. And I was like, yeah, cool. So I took over the kids. Um, and that just really taught me responsibility. Why are you now 24, 25? No, no, I'm still young. So still about 20. Yeah, so Jeremiah was seven eight years old so yeah yeah 24 ish yeah, 24. yeah, you're fitting, quite a yeah lot in, you're fitting quite a lot in these years you know but <laughs> so yeah so i'm teaching the kids now so i've got, I've got a good relationship with this yeah. making good money and i'm working at the gym and i don't really need money at the gym so i'm just like anytime he owes me money i'm just like yeah, i'll put it down yeah. put it down put it down, put it down so i'm building up credit before you know i'm paying jeremiah's monthlies off of my credit, credit because you got, yeah. and then i'm seeing the other young boys come through the gym and they need a bit of support. Sometimes their parents have really got enough money to pay for. So mm. I'm like, oh yeah, take, 
take money off my credit to pay for this person's monthly for or to pay for this person's private and i'm building relationships with a lot of these guys and i ended up feeling like okay cool that's an amazing thing to do i know like i know you're trying to go past that that's really like because it's not it's not cheap to train mm. but it is mm. so influential like you said how how influential influential it was in your life yeah you're saying like money take it out of what you owe me i don't even want to, i'm enjoying doing this job yeah got another job i'll pay for them yeah 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 yeah. that, yeah. that bro that, yeah. that's i'm real man that's i'm real you've seen that um i think sometimes it's just needed you know and i think that's what it was about for me it's like yeah. these boys need the gym yeah. they need the gym and it was like if if i could meant if i had the money i'd mentor for free yeah. like i would i would like have conversations like this for free. I'll talk to people for free. It's, it's just like you just need, yeah. yeah. Like everyone needs it. I needed it. I needed a hell of like a lot of it growing yeah. up, and I never had it. And I was just one of the lucky ones because there's other people out there that had children young, or or like even like now we had children around about the same time, and we're not in the same positions yeah. because they didn't. They never had the kind of input that my mum and dad had in me from when I was like four, five, six. They never had a godmother that I had. So even living with her for a year was a lot of education um they never had older sisters you get me they didn't they i was lucky enough to have a lot of experiences so like again even though you've you packed tons into this 24 years where you've mm. gone to now there was a lot of love there for you there was a lot of caring your sisters cared so it wasn't like they said the foundations that your parents laid at the beginning was fundamental but yeah. everyone's always cared for you yeah everyone's always tried to support you and help you mm. uh your dad left but your dad dropped a a hell of a line before he left mm-hmm. left you a place to live your godmother's been there for you your mum when it's time to go back home the mum's like kind of acknowledged you're a big man now Come yeah, yeah, do yeah. you do i'm gonna help you out as much as you need but you're a big man now isn't it? yeah, so yeah. The love the love has been there from the beginning it's kind of almost shaped you 100 percent, without a doubt without a doubt and that's what it was between myself and sam and myself and yeah. there was a lot of love there yeah and then what what broke down mine and les's relationship was just about the business so the business was being dissolved and no one knew no I one knew the secret, yeah. so that that where that put me in my mind was i have no security yeah i have no money so what did i start doing started going back to what, you knew. Going yeah. back to what i knew that would yeah. make me some money and it was different this time because before before my mentality was like i'm going to take what you've built for yourself i'm going to take that yeah whereas this it was like okay i know a bunch of people they're buying things that they shouldn't be buying anyway, but they're gonna buy it anyway. So, so I might as well sell, sell it to them. them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm selling. I'm selling now, and I'm making money, but it means I don't need to rely on like a normal income anymore. Mm-hmm. So when that kind of went downhill, um, I I birthed this company here. So you've had this for a while. Then? Yeah, for like six, seven years. So I birthed this yeah. company here to keep me going in the schools. Okay. And my yeah. passion in the schools was was done. And I wasn't even passionate on the road. That's just what was paying bills. Paying yeah, my bills yeah, yeah. because you know when you work for yourself and you send that invoice in, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't come straight away. Six weeks, seven weeks That's sometimes, especially from a school. So, yeah. so these times I'm living by myself. I've got rent to pay. Yeah. And I'm relying on the road money to pay my bills. Just to keep you square. Just to keep yeah. me square. And then this money comes in, sits in the bank, and I'm in the gym. But my passion was in the gym. Mm. So I packed in the schools. But I'm still doing road, I'm still doing gym. Some didn't know this, yeah. but that is what survived, what helped me survive in the gym because the money wasn't coming yeah, in yeah. enough to pay my bills. So you needed something extra. So I needed side, something yeah. extra. And, and, and if you ask me today, like, Mark, how much money you made? 
I couldn't tell you. <laughs> probably pass through your hands as quickly as you got it sometimes. I couldn't tell you how much money. It, I know there was a lot of money yeah. that I made over the years, and I and I did the whole right. Let me. I did the whole ego thing. That's what happens. Right? You make you make enough money to live, and then you make enough money to show off. Yeah. So I was doing that whole okay, uh, like your whole family's going on holiday or whatever, and you can't. You have to stay back because you have to work. And I'm like, but how much is it? Yeah. And you tell me, I'm like. Okay, man, I'll send it you. Yeah. So I'm doing all of that. Yeah. People's cars mash up on paying for You're looking after people. You're looking after people. I'm using yeah. my money to cheat other people. So it wasn't even about me trying to live off and live the high life. Even that, it goes back to the idea that you was using your credit when you was working in the gym mm. to pay for other people to look mm. after. You're a naturally caring person. You want to see the best for people. If you've That's got enough, I can. I want to see the best out of other people. Literally. So yeah, I did the whole, I did the whole, um, whole drugs thing. I ended up going to jail. Oh, did you go to jail? See, yeah. Ken, I didn't even know that, I man. In jail. So I, I think like, a few people knew. I know there was a big, there was rumors going around because one day Mark was here, and then next day <laughs> yeah, Mark wasn't here. Yeah, yeah, and then five months later, so Mark was back. Yeah, it says that. Where did you go? What did yeah, yeah, yeah. No one, no one really knew, and there was rumors that well, I heard Mark was in Jamaica. Yeah. I heard Mark was here. Uh, all Mark all was but yeah, that the truth of it was, I was I was taking drugs from one country with a bunch of people, getting yeah. them, getting them flown into here, and um, things just weren't going well. Over the course of a year, it was really declining and stuff like that. So I started getting more hands on than I used to, um, and then I started chaperoning girls to go over, to oh, pick no, it up, yeah, and yeah. come over, and then on one of the trips, the last trip, I went there. All the signs were telling me. I, like, it was yeah. The, on the way to the airport yeah so imagine this so i booked a ticket to go mm. got to the airport now we got dropped we got dropped um to manchester to, to board the plane yeah my brethren's crashed on the way home so they had they were stuck on in some ditch for almost 24 <laughs> yeah. hours so they got airlifted now someone had to come and lift the car out so they, the DJ, they got home so that happened got to the airport a few hours after had the wrong passport to come back to London. Said, <laughs> I went there, finally went there. Yeah. I just forced it basically, forced the whole thing. And I knew the last message I sent to one of our brethren was like, I'm going to get caught. I could, no I way. Feel, I could feel it. You can feel it, but you're pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. I had, I had a car, I got in some beef, trying to save some girl, yeah. got into a beef with her, with her boyfriend at the time, crashed my sister's car, trying to run him over. Like all sorts. I've written off my sister's car. Yeah. She's registered disabled. She needs a car. So in my head, I'm like, Everyone needs this payout. Yeah, so this has to go through. Even though I'm pushing it, it has to go through. Forcing it, everyone, like, but yeah, um, like, and the girl that I'm taking, she doesn't know what she's there for. She thinks it's a holiday. She's just following me. So I'm drilling in this girl. Drilling in this girl. So so much bad energy around this one thing, yeah? And and the way that it's, the way this package has come, I've done it so many times. I've seen it come and come into my hand so many times. You would never know. I could have it here. You just think it's a normal thing. Okay, you wouldn't even know. Yeah. Wouldn't even know. So I'm telling, I'm saying this. I know. I can see it, and they're telling me, no, it's one hundred. It's one hundred. I'm like, but you're saying you even looking at it, you know it's not right. Yeah, yeah. These guys are trying to charge me more. So I feel like these guys are trying to rob me. Yeah. He's trying to put me, get me. So there's a whole load of stuff going on, and the only way to be a hundred sure is if I open it. I open yeah, it. It's over. It's over. I can't even take it yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. what do I do? <laughs> Forced it anyway. I'm thinking, yeah, God's on my side. God's, God's always got my yeah, side. Yeah. 
fucking didn't work out, they were gonna actually put her in jail. They were gonna put a girl in yeah. jail. Yeah. Even she didn't know that and they weren't having it. Obviously, she didn't know nothing about it. And like, she thought it was just gonna, she thought I was going to collect money and I was trying to avoid the taxing. Yeah, and you're just following, she's just yeah, following she's you, just following you're enjoying me. herself. Yeah. yeah. But um, obviously, it's in her case. So they're trying to put it on her. And obviously, I'm like, nah, man. Like, I've done so much badness in my life. So you could have put it on her if you wanted to. Yeah, of to. course, I could have come home. Could have come home. Like, nah, she's got, she's got a child at home. This is like, you get me? So I was like, I deserve this, man. I've done a lot of badness. I've hurt a lot of people. A lot, I've, I've upset a lot of people. Mm. Like, um, it's only right. But man. even it's again, right. it takes a lot it's to right. it. You put your hands up, like you could have just carried on. You put mom, your hands yeah. up and just said, nah, you know what, not, not today, today's my day. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's call it quits, you go home. She didn't know that, it's mm. all me, like, do what I have to do. Did you prison this side or over there? That's why, that's why it's always, that's why no one ever really knows. Because you just, you went away from somewhere, just didn't come back for a exactly. couple of months. Exactly, exactly. So, so, what yeah, country was you in? Jamaica. Mm. I said, this is a bit English over there. I'm going to tell me some just, foreign language just, nah. just there. <laughs> thankfully, thankfully it was like, like, like I said, I'm not, I don't force religion on my kids. Yeah. But I'm very spiritual and I believe in God. Mm. And bro, like, that's the only thing I can say, I have my back. Some of the things I've been through, yeah. like being held at gunpoint, being shot at, all that kind of stuff. Like, I'm here today. Because there's so many small coincidences that it can't just be a coincidence every single time. <laughs> I've got to meant to have been here today. Get, now, yeah, right now, there camera. must be a reason. Yeah. So, like, thankfully, God had my back. Like, it was a lot out there. Don't get me wrong, it was a lot. It was a lot. And the whole situation, how it even came about, it was just a lot. People just trying to scam and scheme and all of that stuff. But anyway, that happened. I got back. Yeah. And potential was still running when that happened. So, Les spazzed out on me. When I got back, like, you got the phone call that I was back because no one knew I was coming back. Yeah. Just my mum. So someone phoned him and told him, someone yeah, Mark's on his way back. Yeah. yeah. So I called him and said that I'm here. So he came to my mum's and just brought me up, put me in the head, swearing at me also. But for me, that was like, that was true emotion. I'd never seen a man show yeah, emotion he, like that. Yeah, because he, he sincerely he meant every punch. Of course. <laughs> like, out of care, out of heart, innit? Yeah. Of course. So he was just like, listen, tell me everything. So I know how to have your back. Like, mm. I don't want to hear nothing. Had, had my, obviously, DPS check. Came back clean. So obviously, yeah, 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 yeah. So he was like, okay, so we can still work in schools and stuff like that. And then, um, then yeah, then he just kind of, he took responsibility for me. So that's how it was. So I didn't touch anything until yeah. it started to be dissolved, which is almost a year later. Um, and then at this time, I've gone through what I'm going through with different women. Yeah. Had different women. I, I've already met my, met my wife, like who's now my wife. I met her like, about 10 years ago now. So I met her like 21 or something like that. So you knew of her. So we knew yeah, of each other. Yeah. We knew of each other by, by this time. And I've always liked her. Not from the moment I met her, but when as I got to know her, yeah. I was like, this girl, attraction she's going to be the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Like, I knew she was going to be my wife. So she just didn't know. <laughs> she didn't know that. You hadn't made that move yet. You hadn't made that move Of course, move yet. so yeah, everyone yeah. else knew though. Yeah. Everyone, oh, no way. Everyone, yeah. everyone down here knew about this girl in North that Mark was on. Oh, she was from North, yeah? yeah oh, yeah. okay. So I said, show so you pictures. <laughs> I was calling out mine, yeah. I was like, look, she's artistic. She's oh, this, yeah. she's that. I was on. This, this girl's going to be mine, yeah. yeah. You get me? So fast forward now, um, it's, it's come to this time 
few years later where she needed a bit of help so she ended up coming down to do some work as being some potential yeah. everyone knew everyone's looking at her so this is the girl she's oblivious you know like, anyway, well, everyone knows it get me so it didn't work out she had um she had a boyfriend at the time yeah so none of that worked out my sisters hated her like not hated her but they're just like she's just a normal yeah. nice-skinned good-looking girl just trying to run through yeah, my yeah, brother yeah, yeah. These times, trying to run from you yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so um so now fast forward now we didn't really speak that like, was on and off like yeah. dead conversations up until this moment where potential's being dissolved i've just broke up with this good girl like she's mm. a really good woman like she had my back she like, i couldn't fool her but yeah. i just didn't love her okay, and it was yeah. wrong for me like i used to think about my sisters giving their hearts to these guys that just it was clear just that keeping them on the side exactly keep, yeah, yeah. so i was like i couldn't be that guy so i let her go and i said right that's it no more girls <laughs> no one's meeting my son I'm just gonna focus yeah. on myself and work on myself. Then I get a message from, from, uh, yeah, from, yeah. from Chantel. Another talking about another yeah. <laughs> coincidence. Like, God, do I know this place in Croydon? I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh. I was like, what, are you coming down? She's like, yeah, go job interview. Do you wanna get some food? My head on, bro. So, how long after this is after you broke up with the tip? So, this was like literally like in the space. So, I must have broke up with a girl in January, yeah. But I knew I was going to break up with a girl yeah, in December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it was mad, like, because my birthday was coming up. <laughs> and Christmas. And Christmas. <laughs> and it was her birthday. To see out that like, period, yeah. I was trying to see out the whole period yeah. and think, okay, it's peak because they're Valentine's. Like, I have to even wait till after Valentine's. Yeah, but we yeah. ended up having an argument on her birthday. And just called it, yeah. And we just called it a day. And then literally within that week, Chantel hit me up. <laughs> so I was like, all this big talk that I was giving no, myself. Just focusing on me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> all that talk. So. Anyway, Chantel comes down, she came to my house, like we had a little, just, I had some food left over yeah. the night before, so we just literally chilled. Like this is the first time I actually had one-to-one -one time, even I'll though I'd known her for like four or five years, but, mm. and then she left, and I was just like, I love this girl, you know? she, no she, way. she doesn't even know. Love at first sight, yeah, now I know this, obviously you've girl. seen her a few times, mm. but it's the first time you've actually got to sit down, converse, yeah. converse, I will know which one is which. And that's it, that's it, yeah. yeah. The heart's dumbstruck. <laughs> that's Love it. this girl. And everyone was cussing me. Yeah. My bridges laughing at me, you're a girl clown. Are <laughs> you falling over this girl? She doesn't even know you like yeah. that. But anyway, I just said to her, right, I said to myself, right, I got one punt. I got one punt. I gotta kinda like let her know how I feel. If she's not in it, then it's not yeah. meant to be in it. Otherwise I'm just gonna be here hoping that she gets the hint. So I sent her some half an hour voice note. <laughs> uh, so that's a half an hour voice note. Anyway, cut a long story short, we ended up arranging something like yeah. every week we'll try and see each other. And yeah, that's how our relationship grew. Well, she lived in then? North, yeah. So oh, okay, so it's just like, we'll find, work out a way to do yeah. it. Yeah, ended up being, I was going up there every week. Catting, catting, catting. Every Wednesday, She was making sure you was getting that, yeah. Trust me, I had to. If I was leaving it to her, because of her work, how her work was as well. Mm. It wasn't gonna ever make sense. So you made sure you made time. I want this. I'm gonna of prove course. that I, I want this. Of yeah, course, yeah. of course. So during that time, potential's being dissolved. Yeah. I've now started building up a line again. Okay. Yeah. So I'm building up a line again to to make backup money. Mm. I've, I've birthed this. She was actually the one that thought of this name. So it was like so as you got coming together. Talking yeah, about the company, I'm possible. I'm telling yeah. her what's happening with potential. I'm being yeah. honest about my situation. That raw, I'm selling drugs. Like. But it's just to get me by. Yeah. This is my situation. I've got Jeremiah. I've got so many things going on. I need some sort of backup stability. She was just like, right, you need to, you need to just do things for yourself and build your own company yeah. and blah blah blah. 
and then that happened and then i just fell out of love with schools like schools it was becoming a system that they wanted instant results they wanted instant this and it's not happening it's not happening with these these kids were being failed because of all this instant stuff so whereas with the gym it was like okay cool he's paying me to teach he's paying me to be like his right hand man or whatever um the money's not spectacular compared to what i'm used to but i'm making my own money and it's okay. allowing me to be there as much as possible yeah. and be able to give like so and do so much good the left hand side it doesn't need to be great money here because i've got extra money exactly. coming. Yeah, yeah and then what i'm doing is i'm trying to do as much good as possible not yeah. not because oh i must be doing good because i'm doing bad but it's because i saw 14 year olds that needed a bit of support that mm-hmm. weren't me their parents didn't have much i saw kids that were being consistent like i built so many relationships coming out of that place where it was like if i can help i would help yeah so yeah it was like that for years man it was like that for years until um obviously it helped it, like we struggled being at that gym because especially when i went full time in the gym we was struggled. that stopping road as well so i had, I, I, I was I, road was declining because i spent so much time in the gym oh, so I didn't really care for yeah, yeah, yeah. and other people kind of like taking over yeah. so i'm i'm just getting a little bit of money enough to eat enough to like mm-hmm. i'm talking about like enough money that paid for my wedding spent my last bit of money on the wedding it was like literally like this do we get married and start fresh or do we get a house and be broke so and not married that that was your cutoff point there with the wedding it was literally there so we spent money on the wedding literally zero like like had no money to even stay in a hotel like so that was your reset was that was the day that, from, yeah, yeah, yeah and then it's like Okay, trying to get money out of the gym and, and obviously cash flow in the gym is not the best so mm-hmm. that money is not even that money is not even reliable and then Zion was born so Zion is my first son with my wife yeah. so he was born not long after the wedding we got married in May he was born in August my wife is off work by New Year she was back at work so four months after he was born she was back she at work she like the year yeah, yeah. needed the money we have we're having cereal for dinner Obviously, like it was hard, like, and you're streaming. Like, you're hard. having to fight yourself not to go back. Yeah, to doing that. At that she moment. said to me, "Clear, like, as soon as he's born, mm-hmm. I do not want anything. Okay, nothing, yeah. zero to take you away from me." And obviously, when you're doing road and fast money, you develop bad habits and bad relationship with money as well. Yeah, so yeah. you get parking tickets, you get fines because you know that sixty pound or hundred thirty pound yeah, comes come and goes. Yeah. So fines are coming back like you're doing you're like oh you know someone that does or that can pay for your fines and you're paying that man back to and they come back yeah. well it comes back double because they can't put their tip on it as well now of course yeah so all these things were coming back as we were getting married oh no like, literally a week before the wedding i had to pay 1200 pound out on fines 1200 pound i was 10 10 pounds short a week before my wedding because all the fines seemed to drop on your front door yeah and and by god's grace i got this text from my auntie one day just saying uh she's already given me my thousand pounds to move in yeah. rent deposit she already gave me two thousand pounds towards the wedding and this one day she she just messaged me just saying now do you know mark my first name is mark aaron so yeah. she calls me mark aaron she's like mark aaron i'm just in prayer this morning and and um i just thank god that i'm in a position to kind of give to people blah blah yeah. I put some money in your account it's not a loan it's um just to just to, just to help you yeah. blah blah so I'm thinking now oh, she's already giving me basically three grand yeah, yeah, yeah. what more can she do yeah. like five years or something yeah. like, thank you so I just text her saying thank you I appreciate it I love you blah blah I've got in I'm t- in my head I'm thinking how am I going to get this 10 bags so I made some financial bad decisions during this course as well oh, put some yeah. money in trading made money 
lost it all. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just stressing, like thinking, I can't go back on the road, man. I can't, I can't, I can't. And then we're just standing in the kitchen in silence. You know, sometimes when there's an air between you and your missus and you're in the kitchen, like, you're not beefing, but yeah, it's yeah, cold. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I just, I just went on. So her bank, her bank account, um, her app was on my phone. Yeah. So she would use my phone to go through it. So I run my phone, I've gone into the app and I've seen one, zero, 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 dot, eight, four. I only had eight or pets <laughs> in my account, yeah? No ten, way. Ten bags, my um, Transfer them She had no clue how much I was short. She had no but clue about nothing. exact amount exact you same needed. Amount. Exact same amount. So I, I had no words. I just showed my wife. My wife started tearing up. Bro. I was just like, so that covered the Did wedding. You send another text back to her. Yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> but that, that, I love you text message. Yeah, good enough, yeah, no more. Exactly. I had to, I had Bro, to, that's a life changing experience, and, isn't it? And, I, and the way I thought about it was, I, I rented off of her for three years. So yeah. I had a one a one bedroom basement flat, and it was hers that it was her property. So I was renting. So I calculated that the profit that she probably would have made off me, yeah. she basically just gave it back. So she she basically never charged you. She basically, kept that to the yeah. side for you. Yeah. Bro, that, that, so, I don't know, Mark's funny, you're amazing. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, so that that helped us complete the wedding. Obviously the wedding took me off road. Now August came, that took me fully off road. Yeah. Absolutely complete. People phone people was calling me to the to, to, to today. <laughs> nah, yeah, and it's yeah. like nah, I'm so far removed now. So um and my son Zion's born, we're going through my struggles, four months in, she's gone back to work. Um and then yeah, then she got pregnant again and it's, we're just beefing basically about the gym. Mm. She's like, what are you doing? You spend all your time there. You're helping somebody, but we're struggling. And um, and yeah, it kind of got to a stage where it was like, I had to I had to make some decisions that that suited my family, yeah. suited, suited my wife and, and my kids' future. And that's where I started taking Unpossible more seriously. And, and I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to relaunch, relaunch Unpossible which was what, only this year. I was like, so this okay. was last year I made this decision. Last yeah. year I made this decision. So Chantel, she stuck through like, thick and thin. Thick and, thin yeah. and, and, known, and getting to know Sam as well. Like,